Hi there. Hello. We have an unwell Alice today. As usual. <laughs> As usual. <laughs> this has been Alice's ongoing cold, hasn't it? How long now? Two months. Countdown, two months I've cold. A cough and a cold since I got back from holiday, it's not fair. Which is pretty awful to be fair, that's a very long it's time. Horrid, so there's going to be lots of um, <coughs> in the back of the background of this uh, podcast. So Alice said it's been fine on the phones because actually she's just been able to mute the phone every yep. time she needs to have a mini coughing fit and then... Or pick, sneeze, or sneeze. And then just unmute it and, and carry on like, <laughs> like nothing's happened, sounding fresh and ready after the nice I'll, sneeze. Although I, ha- I have had a few people go, God, you sound really ill, don't you? And I'm like, Yes, thank you. Yes, I am really ill. <laughs> well, I guess that's sympathy. That's clearly not a bad thing either. <laughs> um, so today we are talking about um, the cinema. Yes. We are, because. Uh, cause I, it's funny because I never really used to go to the cinema a lot. I love the cinema. But, but lately, I've really got into the cinema. And as as Alice will know, um, even going on my own, taking it that far and actually going, I'm going to go watch um, a, a showing talking about American Impressionism on my own, which, yeah, not many people would do, um, evidently, because the cinema was quite quiet. Um, <laughs> but I enjoyed it, um, despite the fact that I thought it was about gardens to start with because they were talking about the American garden movement. And I was sitting there thinking... Maybe I put the wrong tickets, because this doesn't look like what I was expecting, but it was really interesting. Um, but yeah, cinema. Um, and obviously, um, yeah, I've, I have deaf friends, you have deaf friends, and we were. I, I recently went to go and see Fifty Shades Later. No, Fifty Shades Darker, that's the name, that's the the name of the blog that I've written. Yeah. I've, I've even renamed the whole film now. Fifty Shades Darker, um, with a deaf friend, and we'd been waiting a substantial amount of time for this to be shown, um, four weeks after the film yeah. had been released, which is extremely frustrating yes. when you're waiting and you've waited already, I think it was two years, for the second film <laughs> to come out. Um, yeah, very frustrating to have to wait and then waiting for four weeks later. Um, and also, at the time, the showing was at like 5.20 or something like On that. On a Tuesday. On a Tuesday. Yeah. And it's like when well, most people have responsibilities and that getting to the cinema at that yeah. time is difficult which it was for us. We only found out on the Sunday that the showing was going to be on the Tuesday, so we had very little time to prepare ourselves and to organise getting, you know, getting ourselves there. Um, but frustrating, because what my friend has had to be doing is checking the listings every single Sunday to make to check yeah. whether there's going to be a subtitle shown, but not just check a local cinema in Newbury, but check Reading and check Oxford and check, I think she was checking Didcot as well, um, and Basingstoke, so checking oh lots of different cinemas to just try and find one that had a subtitle screening of Fifty Shades um, Darker. Oh my God. So um, it's a bit awful, really, isn't it? I mean, it's, it's interesting because we sent, we sent out the blog, as we normally do, yes, uh, the article. Um, it's a good couple of weeks ago now, but, um, we, yeah, we haven't had a chance to properly sit down and talk about it, I no. guess. And it did attract some interest, didn't it? Yeah, it did. From people going, oh, okay. Um, we did actually have, it was View Cinema, and we did actually have a response from View Cinema saying we're really sorry that you know, your your experience hasn't been, you know, as we would have liked and stuff like that. Um, I did, however, pose another response to them to which I haven't received a response to. So it, it does, it it seems a bit like it's, you know, it's people are paying lip service to the problem rather than actually looking yeah. to find a solution or to make it more accessible. Um, it's funny because that same deaf friend went to the theatre um, and I'm not going to name any names in terms of naming people or naming naming um, theatres at this point because I'm talking about View Cinema, but this was an experience I had, so it's at my liberty to how much I wish to yeah. describe this experience. But the same friend went to a theatre lately um, and had booked tickets for her family to go 
with her um, with her husband's family, and they couldn't go to see the subtitles showing at the theatre because the machine had got stuck on a broken down lorry on the motorway. Um, so she couldn't. So she basically had to then miss the. Well, she did see the show, but it was completely pointless. Yeah. Um, because she couldn't access any of it. And then when when she'd contacted the theatre afterwards, she basically said, you know, can I have a refund or can I have some yeah. tickets to come and see another show? And the suggestion was made that she should see shows with no subtitles. <laughs> and she was sort of a bit like, but that was what my complaint and my issue was in yeah. the first place. And I think, I think they are one in the same issue because I do think that service providers aren't looking at this seriously enough and no. going, what should we be doing or what could we do to make sure that this is, this is right and this is a good service? It's just not good enough on, 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 on many levels. Um, no. And I was talking to people lately about why can't... There must be other options, right? We were talking about the fact that, like, my friend was telling me, because I was saying to her, how, how do these reels go, go... Why is it not subtitled a lot? So why are we waiting for this one showing at Newbury View for Fifty Shades Darker? And she was saying that something about they transport the reels from place to place, from cinema to cinema, with the subtitles on. So these reels are specific reels with subtitles yeah. on. And you think, but hold on, on the television now, everything practically is yeah. subtitled. Um, why are we not in the position where we can be utilising the same technology for films? It just seems ridiculous. 10 million deaf people in the UK, all of which, or well, a large portion of which would want to access the cinema are being completely denied the opportunity just because of the fact that technology almost hasn't been transferred yeah. over. Um, in, in Australia, they have specialist screens that deaf people can access with subtitles on the, on the films. And in America, they've got these super cool glasses, apparently, yeah, yeah. that the subtitles appear on the, the glasses. glasses. So that means that deaf people can go and see whichever. And this is the same in America and Australia. And my deaf cousin Max was talking to me about this after moving back over here after being in Australia for a year, he said, been seen the most cinema I've ever seen in my life because we can go see any any yep. viewing any time. I'm like, wow, okay. So there are so we're sort of sitting here thinking and they're going, Oh well, you know, we're sorry about it, we're sorry. And you think, well there's solutions to this yep. problem. Look look at what everyone else is doing. Look at what other people are doing and do it. Because you're lo- you're losing a massive, massive market potential, number one, for the business anyway, for the organisation. Number two, you're just not serving your customers properly. No, I know. And, and a lot of reason that people put forward is that it's, it's distracting to hearing people. It's like... But is it, really? No, no. I mean, yes, they're there and you can see them. And if I watch something with subtitles, generally I watch the subtitles because I can't help it, but it's not annoying. But what was interesting, though, is I've, I've always had this perception that they're annoying. And I must I must say, I've, I, I was saying this to my friend in which she was finding this whole thing really funny because on one side I'm saying... Well, I think it should be more subtitles on the other side. I'm saying, but they are quite annoying. So I get what I get why hearing people say that. But actually, because I was so because because this was niggling at me and I was bothered about it before even going to the cinema. The fact that we waited and the fact that it, you know it was a pain and that we were one of like eight people in yeah. the cinema. Clearly, at five at five twenty on, on a Tuesday, Tuesday, four weeks after the release. four weeks after the release, because practically everyone else has seen it. Um, and um, yeah, we were we were. I, w- I was thinking, right? Are the subtitles that annoying? And do you know what? They're actually not. No. On the screen, they were so far down. And I was saying this to her. I was saying, look, they're actually quite far down. And, and she was saying, well, it didn't cause me a problem accessing the film. And I thought, well, actually, they were that far down that it wouldn't bother hearing people in terms of them being on the screen or on the screening. Yeah. So what's the, what's the big deal? So why aren't all... So I guess my question is, why aren't all screenings subtitled? 
if you're gonna go if you're gonna go and do it, you should do it properly, right? Like then you're then you're enabling access for everyone all the time. True, but they, I'm trying to think of other things that they say that there isn't a need for it. But I think the reason there isn't a need is because it's not being provided. It's a bit of a circle. And I think if people kicked up that much of a fuss about it, surely, yeah, then it would it would be you know. And we we were talk, we've been talking to um, a broadcaster recently about airing this as a story. Um, on the local news channels, yeah. um, which is really exciting because clearly it's a story that people are interested in and it's causing people issues and it needs to have, have more more of a sort of an audience and an uptake and an interest in the story. But yeah. I, I think that's maybe just the problem. Maybe the campaign just hasn't been big enough. No. Do you reckon? Do you reckon yeah, that's why? Maybe. I think maybe there's people might just have the attitude of, well, just wait. But that's generally coming from a person who doesn't have to. Yeah. Like... Like, as a hearing person, if I decide to go, I want to see a film, generally I could probably go and see it within two hours if yeah. I really wanted to. If yeah. I had the time, I could pro- I could go go to the next screening and watch it. Whereas, for a deaf person who needs subtitles, generally you have to wait a while. And, it like, like I say, it doesn't help that they are at really inconvenient times. They're generally, like, Sundays and Tuesdays, but, like, Sunday yeah. at, like, 10am. Like, who wants to be dragging themselves out of bed on a Sunday to go and see a film? Absolutely. And to see like, and to see films that you you probably... You wouldn't want to watch at Sunday at 10pm. Like, Fifty Shades Darker, seeing it at, like, 5.20, in, which is, for me, mid, like, you know, early late afternoon, yeah. I guess, just doesn't feel appropriate, really, because it's the type of film that yeah. it is. And you think, actually... I should be watching this later at night, like at least like eight nine, o'clock nine, or nine, eight, nine o'clock. o'clock showing, not yeah. not seeing it at five part, you know, twenty past five. It just seems inappropriate, yeah. and therefore it's not offering the same experience to to no. deaf people as hearing people. And there's a whole talk about things need to, you know, there needs to be reasonable adjustments. And my question, it always comes back down to this: Well, what does reasonable mean? Because for me, waiting, waiting for weeks. weeks is not reasonable. No. Um, and yes, there's an adjustment in place, uh, thereby. <laughs> providing the subtitles but I don't think it's reasonable no I don't and that being the only showing of that film in Newbury with that yeah. and and my friend was saying actually most films don't have a subtitle showing she yeah. was saying that it's not not every film gets yeah. a sub- and I my assumption was that every film would have one date or but not every film is nope. so it's like well okay so that's so this film yeah, that's we can unreasonable. well yeah that's absolutely unreasonable and and I don't see the reason behind that or the logic. I think that's I think that's where this is falling down yeah. for me. If there was a clear reason as to why this couldn't happen, despite the fact that it is happening in other countries, then you know I'm willing yeah. to listen to the reason. But there doesn't seem anyone willing enough to put their hand up and go, "Well, this is the reason we can't do it," because actually it's probably just down to money and logistics as opposed to yeah. technically. T- technically, it can be done. Oh, definitely. Which is where the frustration lies. Because for me, if there's a solution... It just won't. But it's like you said, it's, you know, maybe people don't think it's necessary and and people aren't going to use it and therefore they're not going to provide it. But 10 million deaf people in the UK with ranging levels of hearing loss, so people that are profoundly deaf BSL users through to people with, you know, a minor hearing loss. But those people are still going to find it very difficult to access cinema without subtitles. And let's be honest, you can't... Get BSL interpreted films. So really, for deaf people, no. subtitles are the only option in the cinema. Yeah, and that's a reason. And that's they're only only reasonable. It's like we were talking about recently. We were talking to um, a client about events and stuff, and there was there was talk about whether an interpreter needed to be provided as well as subtitles for certain events. Yeah. And and we were having the discussion whereby actually, if you're making it accessible in the first place by putting subtitles there, 
you're almost going slightly overboard by providing both and I'm not yeah. and, and, and clearly you've got different audience members with very different needs and some audience members would find it way more challenging accessing subtitles and accessing BSL but the reality is you know programs are broadcast with subtitles on deaf people are very very used to having to access media and productions through yeah. subtitles um but the problem comes where the technology isn't being utilized to the fullest or someone has got the technology in the back of a van and the van breaks down and then you can't see the showing because the thing yeah. that you need is in the back of a van stuck on a motorway which is seems ludicrous to me i'm just looking going yeah. really what in in 2017 we're yeah. in the situation where I mean, that's what's happening i had a friend on facebook who kind of a couple of days after we started talking about this after your experience put up a very similar post on Facebook basically saying about her experience. She'd gone to a cinema with a deaf friend she, she was hearing and they'd gone and sat in the film and obviously the adverts don't have subtitles anyway. Yeah, and which, then so that's a really accessible experience. All the trailers don't really have, don't have subtitles, they don't. so they're just a bit rubbish. But the film started and no subtitles came up. Yeah. So obviously they went out to complain and what had happened is they have to like upload or download the film reel yep. and they'd, done, they'd uploaded the wrong one. And the cinema guys were like, well, we can upload it for the next showing that's in three hours. And they were like, it's it's like a Wednesday. We don't really want to watch a film at 10.30 in the evening on a Wednesday like we do have work tomorrow. But if you could just wait, if you could just go sit so and I have think, a coffee. I think their showing was at like half six, seven. And they were like, oh, yeah, the next one's at half ten. So we could do it then. They were like, we don't want to sit in the cinema and wait for three hours because it's your fault. And apparently the, uh, the cinema r- were really difficult to get like an apology or any kind of compensation for and she said like another family came out and it was one woman who was deaf and her hearing family so obviously because this person can't access subtitles they're going to have the guilt of yep. dragging their whole family which out is, of the cinema which is awful because the whole point is having it as an inclusive experience that you can go together, so you can go together. Yeah. But this is this really, is the that, same her family could have gone whenever they wanted yeah absolutely absolutely but they waited with her and that's and and it annoys me because this is exactly what my friend was saying she said that the, the She's had that happen numbers of times, turning up at the cinema, being told that that's a subtitle screening, no, no subtitles. subtitles, and then they'd, they'd give her a voucher. I, and I, this went on for a while, actually. This was quite a, quite funny in a really annoying way. She kept turning up to see a subtitled and had her vouchers, no subtitles, got given another voucher. She started, like, got to the point, ridiculously, that she had tons and tons of oh cinema vouchers. And she's like, it's completely pointless. I can't even use them because every time I go and they tell me it's a subtitle screening, subtitles aren't on anyway, so it's completely pointless. And you just think, that's, I mean, you talk about customer experience, that, that's completely alienating deaf people from going to the cinema entirely. Yeah. Um, and if, they, if, if a deaf person has a bad experience at one cinema chain... They're probably not going to try and use that no. cinema. And, and I know for her, she really likes going to the cinema. Yeah. But she can't be bothered because it's just no. the whole the whole thing about going to the cinema, like you said earlier, is that you should be able to go, right, it's like watching the telly almost, that you should be able to go, right, I want to go watch a movie tonight. What should we go see? Here's our choices. That's what we're going to go and see. Yeah. But it, it, she doesn't have that. No. Or, and deaf people don't have that experience, which is awful. So I remember when I was younger, myself, my mum and my sister went to the cinema to watch a film. I think it might have been Avatar, so I think it might have been around that kind of time. I want to say 2008, but I could be wrong. Um, And we went and saw a film, and within the first few minutes there was no sound. Like, literally no sound whatsoever. So we could see it, there was no sound. And we were a bit like, okay, what's going on? And everyone in that screening, I know it had been kind of recently come out, was compensated straight away with, like, free tickets and stuff. Because obviously they know it's a massive inconvenience like for a hearing person. You can't hear the film. But so the imagine, same, imagine that the happening same every time. isn't given to deaf people no. with the subtitles. No. 
Because there isn't the understanding that that's what you need to access the film. And that's what I was, that's what we were talking about, weren't we? In the sense of, I, I was talking about, you know, how you could shock people into understanding this problem. And it is, is the case of, you know, what, what, you sh- what we should yeah. do is hire a cinema out, have a load of hearing people go in. And this would make a brilliant sort of advert for how, how inaccessible. And think yeah. about the marketing potential of a cinema chain doing this on yeah. telly and attracting a deaf audience watching going, wow, I can go there. They provide subtitle screenings yeah. regularly for me. Yeah. I mean, people are losing out on poten- a, a massive potential market. What was interesting, though, the one I saw the other day, the artist, the, the imp- American Impressionism, uh-huh. that was subtitles. <laughs> And I wondered if that's because it has an older demographic in terms yeah. of, and, and yeah, the she subject. says there's a 36-year-old woman going on her own on cinema. a Wednesday night to the cinema <laughs> to talk about American. It was very interesting, though, as I told you. You didn't seem particularly um, enthralled by what I was telling you, but... I mean, I think the topic... I'm is, sure you would have enjoyed it if you were there. I, I think the topic is, <laughs> is a good indicator of why you went by yourself. <laughs> I didn't ask anyone, fact, probably because I was too embarrassed. To yeah, I don't think Ash would have gone with me. No. I, I think that was a guarantee. Yeah, can we get a babysitter so you can come and watch this at the cinema with me? Be like, no, thanks. No, no, no. no. <laughs> um, but it is, it is an, in, you know, and I, I do think that it, it seems frustrating to me, and it must be frustrating for deaf people, whereby you go, oh, it's just another place that I just can't access. Yeah. It's just another place that I just can't access. And then you must at some point in your life, you know, we can sit here and go, well, you should fight about it. You should make a complaint. You should, but surely you get to a point in life where you go, do you know what? I've had enough of telling yeah. everyone what these problems yeah. are. And, it, and and you shouldn't actually have to, should you? If you're buying something from a service and you're a customer of theirs, they should be able to preemptively know what your needs are and preemptively yeah. be serving for those needs. It's not complicated, um, and and they and they're doing their like tokenistic bit by providing a subtitled screening <laughs> yeah. of a show. So like oh we did it we did do yeah it, but so that but that's done. that is very much what it feels because like as opposed to. to being a legitimate you know see, we want to do it. See my thoughts around it are if you look at a film the amount of times it's going to be shown say on a Wednesday is going to be so significantly less than it is on a Saturday. They have like especially with new films they have so many showings of it on a Saturday. I know. Why don't they just make one of them? I know. Like one on a Saturday. One a week. A, a weekend. That's just a bit more convenient. It's, but that's the thing. I, I think you know they should either go all out or do or do more than what they. I mean, what they're doing now is not. It, I don't think it's reasonable. And yes, it is an adjustment, but it's a minor adjustment. And I, I don't accept that there's not a technological way they can do this no. without. And I also don't accept that that many hearing people would stop going to see the showing. No. If because the because hearing people go, would just go on another day. Go, yeah, exactly. Go, oh, don't really want to see it with subtitles. Yeah. Okay, go see the one that's in an hour's time. Absolutely. It's really not a it's really not a big deal, you know, and I and I think maybe it's the whole pussyfooting around that those people that they're going, well actually yeah. no, we're gonna we're gonna lose our audience. It's like no, no, you won't. You would gain You'll an gain audience. an audience. You're... Because I I think so many people now would have just got to a point where I go, oh, I'll just wait for it to come out on DVD. Yeah, well my, guaranteed my friends don't bother going to the cinema, I know yeah. they don't, because it's too much hassle. Yeah, and, and it's like you were saying earlier about the hype. Like my friend, one of my friends, and I loved the, or we really enjoyed watching the Divergent series. Mm-hmm. So we saw Divergent, we saw Insurgent, and then the last one, Allegiant, came out. But it was it was a month until a subtitled screening, and by that point, the hype had gone. We didn't care anymore. Like I only saw it a couple of months ago because it happened to be on like Netflix or whatever. But that hype of oh my god, yeah, it was exactly the same and, as when we went. But you think of things like big franchise, like. Star Wars or the yeah. Harry Potter films or those kind of films, Disney films, like there's going to be lots of hype and it, it's sad. Well, it's the it's same gone. as Fifty Shades. Like all my all yeah. my hearing friends have gone and seen it. Yeah, and and I'm like, yeah, just don't tell me because I'm probably not going to see it for another god knows how many weeks. And it just gets frustrating, and you just yeah. think, well, what's the point? 
Um, but what gets me is, you know, okay, there's subtitle showings, but as we were both alluding to earlier, we both know people that have gone to the cinema for a subtitle viewing, and it's not subtitled. Yeah. So it's not even if even if the reasonable adjustment is apparently being made, that's not always true. No. So <laughs> I mean, it, it's so inconsistent that, yeah. like, like we were saying, I, I don't deem that to be a reasonable adjustment at all, and I think they really they really be need to be looking at what they can do that's consistently. You know, and and providing a showing, one showing every Saturday, or one, you know, of, of each, each of like the of each film. Not really, just like no, 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 no. Oh, no, films. no. I'm I'm with you. No, no, no. Right. Not one film, one subtitle showing. You know, all the films. Why not? Um, the th- like a lot of cinemas now do like midnight showings. Would it kill you to put subtitles on it? Because if someone no. wants to see it that badly, like Star Wars and Harry Potter, like huge. I, see, we would have gone. Like, we would have gone a more inconvenient time because clearly we went soon, to the inconvenient yeah. showing yeah. anyway. Yeah. So we would have done that earlier on had we have been yeah. had we had the ability to do that. And what I also don't get is they clearly know their timetable in terms of which ones they're going to subtitle or they should do. But why don't they announce them earlier? Because that's what we were saying. We were yeah. saying oh, it was really annoying and inconvenient to go. But had they have had said we, it before, yeah. we would have gone, that's great because we've booked it, we're going, we're looking yeah. forward to it. Would have, we would have felt very differently about it rather than having to wait. And constantly check and update again and again. Which is crazy. It's just it not. crazy. So I think something really needs to be done. And I'm, yeah. I, I'm officially taking a stand on this, Alice. It's getting <laughs> annoying now because well, it's, it's now affecting me as a hearing person. No, I'm only joking. It's just, it is, it's just not acceptable. And I just think that there are so no. many other alternative options to how they can facilitate doing this. That not that doing what they're doing now is totally unacceptable. No. When in Australia, in terms of deaf rights, deaf access, yeah. far way more behind than we are yeah. in the UK. Yet they have a solution to this, which is not complicated. Um, yeah. And I just don't understand why. No. If the live news can be subtitled every day, absolutely. A film that's that's uploaded can be subtitled because there's money in films. They have yeah. they yeah, they have the money. To be able to do this, to be able to spend the money to get this done. Like films are visual. People like visual things. Deaf people like visual things. And it's just... It's crazy. It's... I, but I, I think, you know, anyone that is hearing this that's had a similar experience to what we're saying in terms of not accessing films with yeah. deaf with deaf friends and stuff, be, I mean, I would take yeah. it I would take it back to the cinema and I would be making personal complaints about yeah. it because I think the more the more inundated they are with complaints, and maybe we should yeah. run like a mini campaign where everyone that's had poor service should write a letter and we'll create like a default template letter and <laughs> we'll, we'll inundate the cinemas because the reality is they really do need to look at this. Um, and I think it's like we were saying, maybe their assumption of the problem is that it's not affecting that many people and that yeah. many people aren't going to come in hordes to the cinema. But if they start to recognise how many people they could have come yeah. to the cinema, well, I think, it's all extra income. I think they need to recognise how many hearing people don't care about subtitles. Like, yeah, yeah. Huge, hearing people won't want to come see it. Hearing people don't care. Hearing people, like, like I was saying about the Midnight Showing, if people really want to see the film that badly, yeah, yeah. they'll see it. Or they'll just book onto a different screening. Yeah. Like if you think about some films run for like months yeah, in the yeah. cinema, there must be no one in the screenings at the end. So surely there are there are around money. eight, I would say, Alice. From experience, they're around eight at the one of the, some I, of the last strips of showings at the end. I I saw the new Beauty and the Beast. A couple of weeks was, ago, wasn't it? That was the day after it came out. Yeah. And that was at 10.30 on a Saturday. Like, it was... We went at the, the, one of the earliest screenings of the day. There was, like, 20 people. Yeah. I was, I was thinking it was going to be booked. Mm. And that's because it's an inconvenient time. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And like you said, if they make it... If they make that many available showings, then you have the choice. Therefore, if you... 
if you put one of those showings as subtitles, you're not going to inconvenience the hearing people in that in that screening. No. You're not. No. So maybe it's two-tiered. Maybe it's them understanding that hearing people actually don't care if things are subtitled. And if they do, they have other options. They have other options, That's yeah. the difference, is that the deaf people we've talked about who that where the subtitles haven't been there, they didn't have another option. No, that no, no, no. That was the no. only option. And it's just, oh. it, it does still shock me. It does still shock me. <laughs> but I do think, I do think honestly, that's what people should do. People should be taking this to their local cinemas and and talking to people about it and, and raising the awareness of it. Um, and I've actually been writing a blog earlier on today talking about change and how change happens. And change can happen by us doing bigger things like this, by uh, making a very open complaint <laughs> about the fact that this is not acceptable. Um, but also it can happen by all of the other people rallying and yeah. sending in information and saying look do you know what this isn't this has been my experience it's not good enough this has been my experience it's not good enough so change happens change needs to happen by a mixture of those things people making those sort of small little digs and knocks yeah. at it as well as people going look this is not on you yeah. need to do this um and that's the thing i think it and it is difficult i think like we said deaf people are fighting so many different yeah. issues and challenges and barriers you know you get into public transport and then you get into retail and then you get into there are so many challenges that deaf people face on yeah. a daily basis that I'm, I'm sure you get to the point that you're like Do you know what I've had enough of yeah. complaining about yeah. stuff because I feel like I'm negatively negatively communicating the majority of my life which must feel but at the end of the day if these things if you want these things to change you're gonna you know these things do need to take time and they do need to happen. And I think the problem is you get ebbs and flows. Sometimes yeah. you'll get a campaign that's really kicking off and that's really doing great stuff. And then there'll be a big sort of almost like a ceasefire. It yeah. goes all dead. And then, you know, the momentum's lost almost and yeah. you can't continue is with the... Is this you bringing back the momentum? Yeah. Well, it, but the thing is, that's what it takes, isn't it? It takes people to go set up a petition or go set up this or go do that. It takes people to get, to kick it back off yeah. and anger, and almost annoy people about it yeah. again. And they go, yeah, it's an issue that really bugs me. So that people yeah. go, yeah, I am going to complain about it. I am going to... Because that's what you yeah. need. People have got to have... You've got to almost reinstill that momentum back into people whereby they go, yeah, actually, this is annoying me every day yeah. I do want to go to the cinema and I can't I am going to complain to my local cinema because maybe I yeah. could make a difference because yeah. we all can in our own little ways and, and the thing is is that they need to understand that this is going to impact a lot of people like if you think about kids that are, have a hearing loss or a deaf yeah. and they go to a hearing school and it's the new Beauty and the Beast film and oh my god all their friends have seen it but I can't go for a awful absolutely because awful because I've, I've got hearing loss like yeah how's that going to make you feel like as a child like even as a like as an adult it's a bit of a pain but as a child knowing that absolutely. all your friends could go do something yeah, absolutely. that you can't because there's something about you that's different but if you but and, and again if you if you take that into the opportunity here for people yeah. doing this properly oh my god ama amazing marketing yeah. opportunities to go this is what we're this is we are changing people's lives by enabling this and that is real stuff isn't it yeah and this is what makes me laugh you know if it me looking at it from a business perspective, going, these people have the opportunity to really, really um, sell off the back of this, you know, because they're being they're being corporately responsible for society. They're doing this, they're doing that. They're enabling yeah. access. They're they're being inclusive. All of that stuff. All of those big key buzzwords that they want to be doing. Yeah. They have the opportunity to do just by doing what they should be doing <laughs> anyway. Um, 
so someone's got to go and do it. And I reckon, I reckon whoever does get, well, clearly, and it happens with any marketplace, whoever kicks it off and starts it, the others will be way behind. Yeah. And they'll have to then catch up and then it will happen. But you just yeah. need one of the people to make it happen. Yeah. It's made me a bit excited now. <laughs> it's true though, isn't it? Yeah. Like, it's just, it's just, yeah. In my head, I'm like, oh, we should, we should create an advert. It's, what, it's what's going on in my head. Like, you know, all videos that pop up on Facebook, they really make you go... Wow, and just think about society. I Impact. Feel like we should, yeah, I think we should make one. I think I think we should do that. But it is those it is those impacts and how and what what that can, yeah. you know, what that can because that's because that's the thing. If you're sharing that in amongst people, how good is that for brands, big brands, yeah. to be positively reinforced via social media sharing? Everyone loves that stuff, don't they? That's what we all love, don't we? We all love the good news stories and the good stuff. Yep. We go, wow, that's really cool. Yep. Well, I'm going to leave it leave it to you guys. You need to all go off and make big complaints to yep. all your local cinemas. And yep. I want to. We'd love to hear about them. If you are making yes. complaints to cinemas, um, do send us an email at hello at terptree.co.uk. Um, I will spell terptree because it is somewhat difficult to spell um t-e-r-p-t-r-e-e.co.uk so hello at terptree.co.uk and we would genuinely love to hear your stories about how you're going and making these mini complaints makes makes us sound like we're trying to create a complaining army but uh, but almost <laughs> but we just sit back and watch yeah and watch, watch the happen. chaos happen out there but it needs to happen because it if does. not these changes won't happen won't happen so um so let us know and we look forward to hearing from you soon and we will see you or we won't see you but you will hear us on our next podcast yes see you later bye bye